0: Witness the birth of a new classic and become the rock star you were born to be. Rock out to 21 full-length Guns N' Roses favorites on a Playfield paradise locked and loaded with features. Claim a front row seat to mind-blowing custom light shows and live the tour on a full 27-inch high-definition back display. Also featuring original pinball music By Slash, another rock pinball machine this good, not in this lifetime. You know, I keep waking up thinking it was just a dream, that I'm going to wake up in another universe, and the way this game is revealed is going to be a TPF. Jack Guinari is going to roll the game out with a sheet over it, And then he's going to do a PowerPoint presentation about how the game was made. And then he was going to pull the sheet off. And that was going to be the reveal for Guns N' Roses. I mean, for the longest time in this hobby, that is how most pinball companies have revealed their games. And yesterday, yesterday was a moment. And I think everyone out there, everyone out there, regardless if you like Guns N' Roses, regardless if you like Jersey Jack Pinball, if you're just a fan of of being entertained... If you're just a fan of seeing a toy that gets you excited, I don't know how you watch that reveal and watch that video and then watch the straight down the middle sort of expose on how this game was made. I don't know how you watch this content as a fan of pinball and don't come away doing backflips, but I can see some of the old curmudgeons. I can see some of the stern army starting to get defensive and it's weird who's doing it and you know who they are. I'm not going to name names, but it's like they just can't be excited for this game. And I don't know how you can see this game as a fan of pinball, as someone who spends hours every week on pin side, how you cannot walk away excited. But you know what? We're not going to let those people who have piss in their cornflakes rain on this game. What I want to do on this episode of Canada's Pinball Podcast, first I want to do a little bit of a roll call. Cuz what did Canada say? I said this was going to be the game of the year i also said it was going to be the game of the decade now i might go on a limb and say this is going to be the game of your lifetime (laughs) and i know people are like you're being so dramatic no i just think i think what this game is and i think what this game is going to represent is a humongous seismic shift in the entire pinball industry this game feels like the launch of the iphone 4. this is going to be a pin that i think changes the way a lot of us think about pinball and i've been saying it for so many years You just have not been getting in these machines what you know is possible because the the best way to know something is possible is to see someone go and do it, right? Otherwise, we just have to believe what we're constantly being told by manufacturers as to what are the limitations of what they can put in a pinball machine. And so if, if we keep hearing these excuses, oh, we couldn't get the Jeep in, oh, we couldn't get the movie assets, oh, we couldn't get this, we couldn't get that. You know, and we've heard that from Jersey Jack as well. You know, couldn't get this, couldn't get that. Okay, so then don't make a pinball machine unless you can get what is necessary to make the game magical. And what we heard from Slash and Eric, and immediately, immediately, without even like seeing the game, when you hear them explain how passionate they were about putting everything they could into this machine, there is just no way you're going to want to go back and have a pinball experience that just gives you like a half-assed approach to a theme. I said this was going to win game of the year. The other thing I said is you should go out and get on the list for a collector's edition of this game because they're going to sell out. Now, here's the thing with the collector's editions. I have no idea where they are with sellouts or how many are left or how many distributors have because here's what's happened, and I've been talking to distributors. Jersey Jack Pinball is not used to this. They are not used to having a game that is creating this kind of frenzy and demand. And I think they made a little bit of a mistake with how they're selling the collector's edition because what I'm hearing from distributors is that they don't know their allotment. So if you don't know how many you're getting, you don't know how many you can sell. You don't know how many people on your list you can please and how many people you have to tell them it's not available. You know, I saw Zach Men, He's not even selling a collector's edition right now. So I think he might be holding back until he knows how many he's getting. It's still available to buy currently on Jersey Jack's website, but who knows, right? I mean, are they going to sell more than their what's their allotment? I mean, they're making the game. You would have thought it would have been done well before yesterday. You would have thought Jersey Jack would have said, okay, Jack and the company itself are going to sell 100. The rest of them, the other 400, are going to be allocated to the distributors, and each distributor should have known how many they were going to get before Monday. Because right now I'm talking to distributors, and they don't even know what they're getting. And I think it's a little bit sloppy. And I think they're gonna have to figure out like a better way to do this. I really do. I mean, the way Spooky did it, they just sold them all online, and you could just buy it through the system and through their web page, and that was it. Like you could buy as many as you wanted. They just like first come first serve, and that's kind of the fairest way to do it. Uh, but you know, distributors who have been selling Jersey Jack games for many many years. I feel happy for them. They finally have a moment in which they do have a chart-topping hit. I love that it's like their next chart-topping hit. Jersey Jack Pinball has not had many chart-topping hits when it comes to pinball, let's be honest, okay? Here's the main thing I thought about when I woke up this morning. I think so many people out there on pin side and so many people that are looking at this game saying, well, where's the innovation or where's the mech that's innovative? I think these people are looking at this pin all wrong. I think... Over the years, think about it. over the years, so many of us have looked at a game and looked for some magic in it, right? We wanted a game that created a moment. We wanted something that happened under the glass that makes us go wow. Now typically, typically we attribute those wow moments to a mechanism, right? to something in the game that does something with the ball that makes you say, "Wow, look at that. did you see what just happened under the glass? okay? but I think we've been trained for so long to look at it a little myopically because here's what I'm about to tell you right now. I think for those people out there that can't see the innovation or the wow in this game, you need to step back six inches and realize that the entire machine itself is the wow mechanism. The entire machine itself was designed and developed and engineered to recreate The amazing energy and light show and the concert going experience of Guns N' Roses. The entire game is that. It's not just one little thing. It's not just one mech. The entire thing is the mech. This is one big mechanism that is recreating that experience. And when you see it, and when you see like Live and Let Die, and you see the songs that you're playing, and you see the light shows, and you see the shots, and you see the stuff you have to do in the game, it all makes sense, and it's so cohesive. Like you got to collect the band members to get them on stage, then you got to perform the song that you pick and perform it the right way or else you get booed off stage. And I love the fact that each song itself, each song out of 21 songs is going to be a pinball moment in which the game does different stuff, the light show does different things, the experience and the atmosphere is going to be radically different with each song because each song is different. It's awesome. It's absolutely awesome. And so I don't think we're used to seeing a pinball machine like that. And I think most of us out there, when we stand in front of this, I mean, way do you hear this thing. Way do you see this game in a dark game room, how incredible it's going to be. I've seen video of this game with the lights off. It is going to blow you away. I mean, I still think we haven't seen anything yet. Now, that being said, I will say this. I'm not watching the stream. I'm not watching the Buffalo stream. I don't want to watch this game Played by somebody else I don't want to see this game spoiled I trust Eric a thousand percent That this game shoots amazingly well He's already said it It shoots really fast It's got great flow And it's going to be such an adrenaline pumping experience Like why do I want to ruin that? It's like I want to go to a Guns N' Roses concert I want to go to this pinball machine And get that excitement And see the light shows with each song Myself in my house Or in a dark bar I don't want to watch someone else experience it I mean, watching someone else experience that for the first time, there's only a first time you're going to be able to stand over this game and get that experience. Watching someone else do it, it's like watching a movie director watch his own movies and you're watching from like, you know, the corner of the movie theater. You're not just watching the movie. I want to just play the game. And for those of you out there, I love it. I love it. The JJP haters, this is what they're holding on to. Well, we haven't played the game yet. Like you haven't played. So how many of you have played Avengers? Avengers. Just now you're starting to play it, but you're playing it after you bought it. We know this game is gonna play well. We know it's gonna play well. You know, if it were up to me, I don't even care about streams at all when it comes to marketing and selling games. You don't need these streams. You tell me how you're gonna get people more excited than the videos we got yesterday. You're not. You're just gonna get, it's just gonna not be as exciting to then stand over the machine for three hours and go over this and go over that. No, no. That's not exciting. It's, that's like watching like the bonus footage, like the behind the scenes on how the movie was made. I don't want that. I just want to get excited and I want to play the game. And those are the two things that are most important, okay? So a seismic shift happened in pinball yesterday. And I've been saying this on this show for so many years. You are now looking at the modern version of pinball I'm sorry when Pat Lawler said that Willy Wonka was the most technologically innovative game you could possibly make in modern times with pinball how wrong was Pat Lawler right how 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 wrong was he put this game next to Willy Wonka and I said it blows it away it blows it away this is to me the ushering in of a new period in modern pinball and it should excite all of us Because we all know deep down inside that everyone else who's making pinball machines saw what happened yesterday. Everybody else. You can't tell me the mood over at Chicago Gaming Company isn't pretty low today. I'm sorry, but like there is no way looking back is going to be what's going to cut it now. I mean, Cactus Canyon remake. It's like you looked back at games that used to be popular that that collectors wanted. Well, now we want the future. The future is now with this Guns N' Roses game. This is what a modern pinball machine that's epic can be. Why do we have to go back to find that? Why do we have to like recreate old stuff? Isn't this what we really want? New magic? New magic. And I think Chicago Gaming Company now, when they come out with Cactus Canyon Remake, they're going to have a hard time. It's just not going to land the same. It's not going to land the same. It's going to be a game we've already seen. It's going to be a display we've already seen. It's not going to be as good as this display. It's not going to have a light show like this. It's not going to have new art. We've never seen this artist perform pinball with Guns N' Roses. It's just not going to be there. And it wasn't designed from the ground up. It's already been designed 20 years ago. Cactus Canyon was the dream of a designer 20-something years ago. Eric Minier designed this game with Slash in the present day. You know, This has been a passion project that they had been working on for years. I mean, the stories of Eric and Slash talking back and forth on a daily basis to make this game epic, when is that going to happen again? When is that ever going to happen again? Is, do you think Spooky Pinball is calling up Justin every day and being like, what do, no, <laughs> we may never get a game this special again. And, and I have to be totally honest, it's the kind of game where if I just own one machine and I sail off into the sunset completely content and, and shut my show off, this has been the game that I've been waiting for. This has been the game that I knew was possible. This has been the kind of game that we always should have expected to get in pinball for the kinds of money we're spending in this hobby. This is it. This is it, people. This is it. You know, somewhere over at Stern Pinball, Steve Ritchie is looking down at his Led Zeppelin creation and being like, shit, I can't, I can't come out with this now. I can't drop this music pin out in the world after that. How are you going to do another music pin now with Guns N' Roses being the new bar and what a music pin can be? How are you going to do it? If they reskin Quicksilver into Queen or something like that, that's one of the rumors. How are you going to do that? You know, there's a reason why Beatles came and went. It's It's just not bringing anything new. And they're not understanding you know I think what's blowing people away is this you took a band that a lot of people thought were old and a classic rock act like GNR how is it that this band that came out in 1986 right that some of you think is outdated and irrelevant how were they the ones who pioneered the future and made the most modern pinball game to date how were they the ones who did it and I'll tell you why because Slash loves pinball and Slash let Eric take this game in a direction and he was the captain I mean it was so Eric Eric tells the story of how slash designed the game originally and none of it none of what slash wanted in the game made it into the game because Eric just has a vision and I love it when Eric says when I make a game on a theme I want to make the greatest possible version of that theme in a game and he talks about pirates and how even with all the limitations he still made the best pirate game ever and he did and look what he did without limitations, right? He just made the greatest music pin of all time. And I would argue that he might have made one of the greatest pinball machines of all time. And you're going to see it. You're going to see it. And it's going to change everything for so many of you. And I know some people out there, you're going to get defensive. You, It's just it's natural because so many people have invested so much money in Stern Pinball over the years. So many people have built up collections and acquired all these machines But now all of a sudden you've got this. And for some of you out there, you won't look at it like that. You'll just embrace it and you should. But for some of you out there, you're going to get nasty and you're going to get defensive and you just unboxed your $9,200 Avengers LE and you're going to start to say, well, this is just as good. And you're going to start to say, and you know what? It's all subjective. You know, there's no right or wrong. Don't get me wrong. But there's no denying the fact that if you look at Avengers and you look at Guns N' Roses and you say, well, which one, which one had more effort put into it? Which one had more soul put into it? Which one had more creativity put into it, right? And, I'm, and it's not to take anything away from Avengers, but even when I hear about how Avengers was made, they kind of made it pretty quickly. And it is amazing how quickly Zombie Yeti and Keith Elwin can churn out a game like that. I mean, let's, let, let's give this, these guys time. That's the thing I kept thinking about. Imagine what would happen if you gave Keith Elwin and Zombie Eddie time, the same time Eric had to make this game, because they haven't had that time. Stern is on a schedule, and that is all that matters. You get on their schedule, you hit their deadlines, and you get the games out. And we make three to four games a year, and that's Stern's philosophy. Jersey Jack's philosophy is different. It's much different. It hasn't worked out for them. Because Jersey Jack has picked bad themes, and they've had so many delays in manufacturing. Now they have a great theme, and there's no delays in manufacturing. And look what happens. This is why it was important, it seems, to sort of take Jack out of the scenario a little bit. I mean, think about it. I mean, this is the new company. No more, like, false promises. No more missed deadlines. They got the game out. Now, look, there's, there, this is a little premature. This is a little premature because here's why. There are gonna be a ton of orders that fly into Jersey Jack Pinball. Can they make the games? Can they make the games to the quality standards of the community? Can they make the games to the quality standards that of what these games are costing? And we have not seen that yet, right? We have not seen anyone unbox this game yet and say it's perfectly built. We have not seen what the play fields are like, we have not seen how these games are holding up. It's a new company, it's new employees. I have faith in them that the employees now who are making these games understand and have pride in what they're making and they're allowed to make these games right and screw them together properly. The other thing, when you talk about a seismic shift and you talk about how this is a game changer, it's not just a game changer from a product standpoint, it's also a game changer from a marketing standpoint. If you think about it, for the longest time I've been covering this hobby, it was like companies would wait to the pinball shows to release their new games and the shows themselves needed those new games to sort of create interest in going to those shows. And so you had Expo and TPF and MGC being like the three shows in which companies would wait to reveal their products at those shows. Now, unfortunately, COVID came around and killed those shows. But here's what happened. Here's what happened. Every single pinball company that has launched a game without a show has learned this year that you don't have to lose a single sale, if you just use the internet and use your content in the right way, you will drum up way more excitement, a much bigger audience, and you can still create a sales frenzy without even going to a show. So now pinball companies must be wondering, hey, how can we save money in the future? Well maybe we don't need to fly everyone to these shows. Maybe we don't need to ship these products to these shows. Maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe we can just keep doing it like this. And I know you guys love pinball shows. I love pinball shows. But I'm telling you, part of the seismic shift that's going to happen in pinball is people are going to realize you don't need those things. That you don't have to time your game around TPF. Because TPF doesn't have nearly the reach as the internet, nor does Pinball Expo. And again, I think this hobby has has been small, has been small-minded for so long, and now it's breaking out you're starting to see like way more people get excited. Like when Slash puts this game on his like social media channels and all these people are like amazing, awesome. Like this is reaching so many more new to pinball people than any Twitch stream would ever reach, than any pinball show would ever reach. And this is how you do it. This is how you expand pinball. The other seismic shift that's going to happen in pinball is you either put up or shut up on launch day, right? They, they, these guys beat Stern on their launch day of Stranger Things. Remember how proud Stern was? Like, games are ready, games are shipping, and then they showed us Stranger Things. And it's like, well, none of that matters. Like, none of the manufacturing and the marketing matter if the thing you're making isn't resonating with people. And, and what a lame launch Stranger Things was. But I think everyone else who's out there, for everyone else out there who wants to make money in the pinball industry, what happened yesterday just made your jobs harder. It did, it just bumped Jersey Jack forward it accelerated this company which we all knew could do it and they finally did it they finally did it and don't for a minute think that it wasn't a marketing thing a lot of this is marketing decisions a marketing decision is to go with this license a marketing decision is to wait to launch until we're ready a marketing decision is to get the lineup and everything before we take pre-orders all that stuff is a marketing decision and they nailed it and Ken Cromwell did an amazing job I'm so happy he's over there But for the other pinball companies out there, it's no longer the way it was circa 2011. You just can't say you're going to make a pinball game now and be successful and find profit and find customers because I think people are going to start to wait more than ever and ensure that the money goes to things that they feel are special. So many of you have been chasing every new Stern release. How can you do that now? How can you wake up now and just be like, oh, I'll just buy Ninja Turtles and see if I like it. Oh, I'll just buy Monsters and see if I like it. I'll just buy Stranger Things and see if I like it. Those days are over. I mean, they are for me. I hope, Hopefully, for a lot of you out there, those days are over. Now, I do worry that a lot of you are pedestrian, that you're just going to do it again and again and again. And, and I don't know why. Wouldn't you just have one pin like this and just wait for the next Eric pin? See if Pat Lawler can live up to this and wait and just hold on to your money and Until those moments? Like, wait to see what Keith Elwin's new games are? And then other than that, seriously, like, other than that, who are you excited for? Who are you excited for? I mean, let's be honest here. What designers are you really excited to see what they do next, besides Elwin and Eric? Which ones? Scott Denisi, maybe? Maybe. Maybe. I think people really need to see Scott, like, put more into these games, like, from a design standpoint. It just can't be music and lights it's got to be more right there's got to be more mechanically in the games you know are you excited to see what's next from spooky I mean it's being designed by their coder i um, we'll see what he comes out with but man it's going to be hard for spooky to follow up Rick and Morty how are they going to do it right are you excited to see what's next in the p3 platform are you excited to get another Chicago gaming game maybe maybe but it's an old game you've already seen it you're not going to see anything really new it's just going to be, you know, window dressing on an old title. Deep Root. I mean, it's like someone needs to tell Steve Bowden to stop. Steve Bowden is still doing it. He, he can't stop. It's like he's got his, his fun with bonus page is, is like this vacuum universe he's living in where he's all he's doing is putting up stuff that's like assets, more and more cartoon assets around Raza. Steve, Steve, I guess none of your friends want to tell you this. You need to stop. This can't be what you do on a daily basis. It's, it's over, man. Unless you can show us a working pin, why are you sharing this stuff? Steve, share us a working pin. Is it too much to ask? This game's been worked on for three to five years. Where's the working pin, Steve? That it's just not going to cut it anymore, right? I mean, Celts and Haggis Pinball. It's just not going to cut it anymore that you made one innovation to play field. How do you put Celts up against GNR? How do you do it? Who's buying these games? There's a level of talent now making new pinball machines that if you're not at that talent level, don't even bother. Don't even bother. And what this game has shown me is that a lot of the old guard, it's just, it's over. It's over. John Papaduke could never make Guns N' Roses. John Papaduke can't even make his own game. He can't even finish his own game. And here we are. Look at all the millions that have been pumped into John Papaduke. Imagine if those millions went to Keith Owen or Eric Minier right? And this is it. It's the new beginning. Mark the date. October 5th, 2020 was the moment in which the world saw what pinball can be in the future and in the present and heading towards the future. And I think for all of you out there, this is amazing. This raised the bar. This is nothing but good news for everybody out there. I don't care if you hate Jersey Jack. I don't care if you hate Guns N' Roses. You have to be excited now because this is going to prevent This is going to prevent all the charlatans and all the half-assed games from succeeding. And when they flop, and I'm telling you this, if Stern puts out a game and it flops, they're going to feel that. If some of you called up your distributors and canceled your orders on Stern machines yesterday because of what you saw, they're going to feel that. They're not used to that. They're not used to having any competition. They're not used to someone else getting the dollars that they normally get. And they love bragging about how much of the market they have. But they're not making the best games. You know this. You know this, Ed Robertson. Deep down inside, you know this. They make really good games. And they are fun. But they're not putting everything they can into these games. Because they don't have to. And I hope that October 5th is the new date in which all of us expect there to be everything in these games that we want. This is everything you could ever want in a Guns and Roses pin. Was that everything you wanted in a Jurassic Park pin, right? Was that everything you wanted in Munsters? Was that everything you wanted in Ninja Turtles? Let this be a date in which we now, as customers, expect this stuff. And so what if we only get one or two pins a year that are epic? I'd rather have that. I'd rather have that than to keep making compromises while the prices go up. $9,200 and I can't get the Jeep in the game. No! No! for that much money go get the damn Jeep in the game go get the movie clips you can get it you just don't want to you can do it it's gonna cost more but here's the thing I'll pay more I'd rather pay 12.5 for Jurassic Park with the movie in it than pay 9200 without it and that's the way it is because then you'll never want to sell it then it's a keeper for life and it's more than just shots. it's more than just layout it's bringing these themes to life in a way that blows us away and we saw it yesterday it's a seismic shift i told you game of the year i told you this was going to be a game that was special i told you this was going to be a game that is not in your lifetime and uh, (laughs) amazingly enough it is but this is why i love pinball this is why i do this show to push these companies to get to this point and not just the product the marketing the way they did it it was freaking perfect It was freaking amazing, and it was such an amazing day. And we need more days like that in pinball, not less, more. This is a shot heard around the pinball world to every company out there. You better look in the mirror and say, how do we get to that? That is the new standard because most of these games are around the same price. And if you can't get to that, I mean, Jerry, the P3 Multimorphic is $10,000. If I have 10 grand, I can go buy Guns N' Roses LE, or I can buy a multimorphic with heist. And you have to understand, have to understand the difference and the emotional experience people are going to get when they look at this machine. And this is pinball with a modern spin. And that's all it ever needed to be. It didn't need a pin bar. It didn't need all this other stuff. It doesn't need like a retro back box. It just needs to be this. This is pinball. This is the future of pinball. Tomorrow is now. Guns N' Roses, people. Hope you get your collector's editions. Later.